It's time again for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. Hi, I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. And I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And we're The Insiders. So Chuck, this week the Marquette poll came out with some interesting results, and we've got both the president and the vice president here. Uh, Wisconsin's clearly one of the the states that's most highly targeted for the presidential race. How do you see things in the Marquette poll? Well, it looks really good for the Democrats. looks good for Biden. Uh, He's up by eight points in this poll. In fact, he's up by a higher margin than he has at any point as we've gone along in this election cycle. And then you probably add on top of that a New York Times poll that came out that said that Trump is down by 11, double digits in Wisconsin. Those polls were both conducted about the same time. So you got to look at that as a a pretty good indication that it's somewhere between 8 and 11 that he's down by. And even though Hillary Clinton was, uh, was ahead when she was running, it's clear to me that there's a problem. If the election were held today, I'd feel very good about the results. Looks like Biden's going strong. Yeah, I think the president clearly has had a bad summer here in Wisconsin. His numbers are down. I think he's in deep trouble uh, here in the state. Um, if you take a look at it, um, I think his communication style is out of step with the moment. Uh, right now, we've had a year with a great deal of churn of issue after issue. I mean, January was Russian collusion. Impeachment was February. Coronavirus was March. April was when are we going to reopen? May and June is, is police brutality and Black Lives Matter. It has just been one chaotic, stressful event after another. And I think the voters are somewhat exhausted. And what they're looking for is a calm, steady hand. And But the president's communication style is to be combative, to be provocative, Um, And I think that's out of step of where the voters are right now. But I would point out that four years ago, it was the same thing. Uh, People were saying that that, uh, Donald Trump, there's no way he could win. Hillary Clinton was on her way to a landslide. The Clinton campaign was investing in Arizona and Texas because they had chances to take, run the table, right? And then slowly but surely, the president got more disciplined in his style. Uh, He tended to read more of his speeches rather than go off the cuff at rallies or whatever. And he emphasized why people, he reminded people why they disliked Hillary Clinton and other liberal elitists so much, the condescending attitude towards working class folks in the Midwest and the industrial belt. And in the end, he was able to make that happen. So I think he's kind of, well, just a little bit worse than he was uh, in 2016, but he's got a shot to bring it back, but he doesn't have a whole lot of time to turn this around. I think he's got to get this, by the end of the summer, he has to be back on track. I, you know, Scott's right. There is time left, but I'm always impressed with Scott's ability to take uh, uh, lemons and make lemonade out of it. This is really not a good spot for Trump to be, and he seems emboldened. Of course, he wasn't president then, and maybe he took a little bit more advice. He doesn't seem to be willing to do that. On top of everything that Scott mentioned, there's also uh, John Bolton and some awful revelations there. Uh, fortunately, I think everybody is focused domestically. Fortunately for Trump, they're focused domestically. Otherwise, I think Bolton could be an even bigger problem for him. But short of a changing dynamic here, it looks like the die is set. I do believe, though, there is an opportunity here. If, if There could be things that could happen that could change this. I feel very confident, though, if for some reason the election were, were held today or tomorrow or in the next few weeks, I think it's pretty clear that they would be in deep trouble, not only for Trump, but also for the Senate. And by the way, that's in contrast to where Tony 
Evers is in this poll, 54%. You know, that's a really good number for a very partisan state. And even though, you know, the, the coronavirus stuff is, is continuing to churn things, the fact that he's above 50%, by the way, that is something that for the last 16 years we haven't had, or 18 years, because both Doyle and Walker never got above 50% in this very partisan state. Evers is managing to do above that, and I think that shows well for him as well. Now, now, Chuck, I'm going to have to remind you, uh, three months ago, you were celebrating the governor's numbers at 67%, and when his numbers dropped to 59 in May, I said, hey, the numbers are coming down, and you laughed and said, those are still spectacular numbers, and now he's come down further, down to 54. He's almost back to where he was at the start of the year. I think the reason the governor's numbers are coming down is he has shown people in a couple of recent crises um, that his response has always been too weak and too late, uh, too little, too late. I mean, you saw it with the unemployment compensation thing. We saw it uh, with the recent violence at the state capitol. He, he's just too weak and too late with his responses there. I think it, it, if that continues, uh, he's going to get stereotyped by the public as a guy who just is always a little too late, a little too, too weak. I will take 54% in a statewide election in Wisconsin any day of the week. A little bit of whistling past the graveyard there, I'm afraid. But we'll see you next time, guys. Friends on my side. Okay. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies.